0: Hey y'all, welcome to Heath the Hunter Worker Shoot. I'm Hunter. I'm Heath. And this is our show. First, we, we got a couple of housekeeping things. I think we really need to thank Has been Sports. Yes, Has been
1: The great sports team in Nashville who picked us up, uh, heard us, and really inspired us to get back into doing our podcasting on it.
0: Our buddy Aaron Grisham caught us Sunday. He's like, y'all should really get into this because we're trying to expand. And uh, we can tell you for one thing, this is damn sure better than our last podcast company we were with.
1: Yes, the last company we are with, which was essentially just us, like, it can get tiring just being, you know, two guys trying, like, literally every day tweeting and trying to get as many followers as you can, but I mean, we got to like 440 by ourselves, so I'm yeah. proud of us for it, and we got over 100 views exactly. on the, we, we, on the we, podcast. We saw what we wanted, it's just real life
0: got in the way, but we're not going to do that anymore, but you guys don't want to hear about that, let's talk some wrestling.
1: Don't you mean wrestling?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so, I guess it really depends on where you live but our first topic,
1: which actually won the poll, I really did not – I thought for damn sure. I'm not surprised this won the poll. Like, I was, I was, on, I was, on, I was on Twitter during SmackDown Live uh, Tuesday, and when Jinder won the six-pack challenge, I people lost their minds on Twitter. Yeah, so Jinder Mahal won our poll when I asked what y'all would like
0: to talk about. And I can kind of see why, Heath, you were kind of going after Smarks on Twitter about this
1: all – Tuesday night. Yeah, I was going back and forth with almost anybody and everybody, and I started convincing people that this was a good idea at some point in the way. See, up. I, I got to disagree with you there. You don't think it's a good idea? I've been thinking it over for a long
0: time, and you, you did bring up some really good points. Like, a lot of it is because of, of the Smarks. They're like, oh, you're, you always push the same down, people. Oh, Roman, Roman, Roman. And then they push someone else, and everyone's like, no, but we, we didn't want to push that guy. And then... Just taking your side for a second. I'll get back on my point. Like Everyone's like, oh, it should have been Sammy. Like, p- Do people not understand Sammy, Sammy's booking? It's Sammy just like has, a story, he has
1: a storyline going right now. And he'll get his payoff at WrestleMania. He's the underdog. The underdog doesn't win, win number one contender's matches. He exactly. doesn't win championship after championship. After championship. Not, what's the point of the underdog title? Exactly. And it's not like uh, he's not, not going to get his big coronation at Backlash. Are you serious right now? Ooh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We had our shield triple threat at battleground last year. Like, yeah, I guess so. They, but Vince doesn't really care where he has coronations; he just has coronations.
0: This is too... That was way too small now spot for Sami Zayn to get the number one contenders. But I kind of have an issue with the whole setup in general. And this is where I get to the gender thing. I don't mind gender necessarily being pushed. I think it's kind of weird, but I, I, I understand that that the company's moving into India. Yeah. They want to have an Indian champion. But
1: it's people got to understand sometimes Vince's booking isn't just based on what's best creative wise or story wise or really you know merchandise sales wise he's trying to expand into India so therefore you want to put someone in that who's in that Indian kind of frame and you want to push that person for a minute just while you're there and also you bring in the Bollywood boys to help him to form a, like the form a group with gender it's not a bad idea you get a full focus on Indian and there you go you got some. You got some push. You got some people that can get behind. It's like, hey, our guys going for the championship. You know who's actually the happiest people
0: right now hmm. about this whole situation? The damn Bollywood boys because they did not get thrown in with the damn cruiserweights. They're like, oh my god, we dodged a bullet. Thank they, god. They are so. Oh angry. my god,
1: we're not getting that that shit division. Like, when they you. when they were holding on, <laughs> they were holding on. Was it Mojo they were holding on to in the corner? Yeah, they're holding on for dear life. Saying no, <laughs> we're not staying here until two oh five. We're not going that far. So. All right, so so back to my original point.
0: I, I don't really necessarily have an issue with Jenner being booked this way. I more have an issue with the whole number one contenders in the first place. That was the most random assortment of guys. And how are you going to say, like, why is Baron Corbin not in this?
1: Well, obviously, Baron's going after the very highly prized U.S. title right now. Which- he, he lost the number one contenders match. shh. In that. Sh- Sammy gets pushed into having another match. Baron doesn't get that opportunity. I don't really quite understand. It, there, it was a very odd choice of people. I, I, can under, I can understand Sammy. I can understand gender. I can understand Mojo. Yeah, I mean Mojo. He, he's. I can understand Luke Harper. Everyone really had no business being in there. Not at all. But I, like, my real question is like, if Dolph isn't trying to you know set up a feud with Shinsuke, why don't you put Dolph in there? Hell, why isn't Shinsuke in that, that, in that yeah, match? That's the yeah, real
0: question. That was the main reason I disagree with you when, when you said that, J- that Jenna push is a good thing.
1: Where the hell is Shinsuke? See, if Shinsuke would have been in that match, I could understand with the fans being completely upset. But with the way the booking is going so far, Randy is a, I guess, like kind of face champion right now because Bray was kind of heel. And also, when Randy came out after Gender One, he kind of got a got a pop from the crowd, which showed, which is surprising because everyone knows Randy's like the most boring champion. Like Randy, time. Randy just doesn't care if he's not in a good storyline, and everyone knows he just waiting. He just waiting and waiting until AJ takes a title off him this summer at some point, maybe summer, not SummerSlam because I think not already planned to be that Shinsuke they're playing on SummerSlam or probably I don't know. But it's well, why do you think the gender booking's good? You were arguing right, all night, right now, what the gender booking is. There is a problem on SmackDown because they took Miz, they took Bray, AJ basically turned face and is now the face of SmackDown, like a legit actual face of SmackDown. You have no heel. Jinder did get some real heel heat
0: too, man.
1: Yeah. The heat he got, did I, he pinned Sammy, didn't he? I think he pinned Sammy. I think so. Yeah. I'm not necessarily sure about that. The heat, if uh, check on that, but the heat you get... From pinning the person the fans want to see win and become the number one ten- contender, when you're the heel guy who nobody really likes your character as it is, and you just come out of nowhere and you win that, it's very helpful. Gender pin Sammy Zane. Yeah, gender pin Sammy. Yeah. Boom. That's heat. You can't, buy- no one else in that match, nobody else in that match could have gotten heat and been a good heel doing it. Rowan couldn't have done it because Rowan has basically, Rowan will be injured in about a week and a half. Harper is in like a little he's a, he's in a very dangerous zone right now career wise because uh, he's in like that kind of like sand down zone a little bit it's like fans like him but booking just kind of like yeah we don't have nothing to do with you and then gender gender just took complete advantage of the situation of being like I'm a heel you need a heel to kind of jump up take you want one, to expand into India you want to expand into right person right time right place that's all it was for Orm. And it's not like Jinder's going to win the championship. So
0: the where, where I do see your point, even though I kind of disagree with it fundamentally, what what's essentially going to happen is Jinder's going to lose at Backlash, but he's going to be elevated to such a point where he can seriously be a mid-card heel. And then especially paired with the Bollywood boys, you know what, what's missing in the companies
1: right now is factions, right? There is, what, no factions? Is what None. The only faction you have semi-sorta is Sandy and NXT. And then you have kind of AJ in the club, but they're on several brands, so exactly. that actually doesn't really work very well. Because you broke up the Wyatt family, you broke the Wyatt family. You constantly break them up. You won't turn Finn heel. Um, mm. Shield are all well, Shield are on the same brand now, but we can get that's that's probably going to happen because there's really no chance of that ever happening in the next in the foreseeable future. At least until the end of the show, where yeah. you try to book book a reunion, well, I try to book a reunion on it, which is probably
0: the most difficult thing, but. but. <laughs> That that's some foreshadowing. So I we'll show our
1: final points on this. So why do you think gender being uh, number one contender is a good thing? Um, overall, business wise for the company, it's a smart idea. You got the Indian guy, you push him, you get like a different face in the main event scene, which is kind of interesting. It gets you, a, it builds him up as a heel. And if he loses in a, in a heel fashion, it works out better for him. Plus, you have a, you set up a faction with the Bollywood boys for him. So he may not be in the world title picture for a long time period. But it sets him up to once AJ has his one-off with probably KO for the U.S. title, and then move back in the main card. Then you have boom. There's your you have someone to step up and be like, hey KO, come at me, bro. Okay. So I got a couple points, but none of them really disprove your
0: your really fundamental points. My main point is, if you want to heal, you had one in Baron Corbin. Why could you not just not use Baron Corbin? And then you could have pushed gender. Why why is gender not going for U.S. title? His whole gimmick his anti-American gimmick also this is kind of a weird awkward uh, that was a really awkward promo he, he hit on saying oh you guys just don't like me because I'm different than all you guys like uh, whatever especially when KO saying the same damn thing in the beginning of the show it's kind of it, it, WWE they have this weird thing about always wanting to make their foreigners heels and that's okay I guess but you don't always have to make it oh you guys hate me because I'm racial or something else like that, that's a little bit not PG. Mm-hmm. So I have a real issue with that. I think if your main point is getting to India, he would have been better with a U.S. title run, honestly. Because you know he's not going to have a chance against Randy Orton. They're, like Gender will never go over Randy Orton in a million years. And I think if you really want to have a true true heel, fa- face, face Randy Orton, even though, how would Randy Orton a face? He's a tweener, he doesn't do I, anything.
1: I think right now he's kind of face-ish because he turned on a that's the only reason he's faced right now because he went Ray was kind of heel Randy kind of you know joined the Wyatt family dissected from the inside then destroyed the Wyatt family so it's kind of a face move but he's Nobody back, sees he's, that back as a face. he's back in that frame of Randy Orton's kind of you know I give, have give me my money my money I show internet. up I'll ride for five minutes yeah. give, you a four, give you a three and a half star match boom then you go. Get, pay me I'm out of here Yeah. but on the gender thing one other thing I mentioned this comment that night If there's one thing, I think in the past three, four years, I guess since S.H.I.E.L.D. broke up, that we've learned from this company, mainly thanks to Roman, it's that Vince does not care what you want to happen. He wants you to talk about what is being shown on TV. You think he cares if you don't like Roman being pushed? He wants you to talk about it. Boom, Roman was in a 30 rumble. Roman goes out and dominates all these people. None of y'all thought... Like look how many people commented about... Gender was like trending in top three in, on Twitter. Yeah. Because that many people were so upset and wanting to talk about what is going on. A mix of anger, shock, what the hell is going on here. It, it was a lot to take in at one moment. Okay. So enough about gender. Uh, our second
0: topic from SmackDown Live is another thing people had a lot of... People were really mad at this week's SmackDown. But Charlotte became the number one contender... She had an awful Talking Smack sex. Like, I love Charlotte, but she was god-awful on Talking Smack. Like, she was like trying to be a face, but then again, we all know Charlotte like is totally against K-Fame anyways. But she was trying to be a face on K-Fame television. So that was kind of weird anyways.
1: But Charlotte as number one contender, you like it or no? You have to like it. You put the best woman in the company on a roster. I don't understand roster. why people are mad. You put the best woman in the company on the roster. What... Who she's spo- who are you supposed to put in? There? Are you gonna? Ha- you're not gonna trade for Charlotte allegedly, or whoever you did to get Charlotte? Because they didn't really explain that in the shakeup. And you're gonna get Charlotte, and she's not gonna. Well, you gonna put Tamina? You gonna put Tamina in your Tamina main has event? Tamina's the only other heel. I mean, I, guess, gonna- Natty, is, I guess Natty is. Natty put- still heel? Natty wanted to be in the main event, but it's like Natty, I'm sorry, you're, you're not Natty. good enough. <laughs> you're just always gonna be that person who's not good enough to be our champion. she will probably get a-, a-, a brain eventually, but it's not happening right now. And in- but I mean, you gotta like Charlotte, and on her talking smack segment, I think Charlotte is someone who cannot do a shoot work kind of like stance. Like, like, remember, like last year when um when her and Page had the whole Reed Flair incident, yeah. And like she's sitting there trying to go off on page and trying to sound like I don't care about my brother dying and kind of thing, like that whole thing. And she's crying while this is going on. Kind of like when when she when she told Rick she didn't need him anymore, she was crying. She she can't hold that. She's not like she's a great heel on the part where she just knows she's been like, oh haha, I'm great, I'm awesome. But you can't get her emotional. She cannot... Emo- her one flaw, she cannot get emotional in a storyline because she cannot hold herself together on that. Yeah. She's too nice of a person in real life to actually be that much of a like jerk heel. It doesn't work for her.
0: And I was just doing some sifting through the old uh, WWE SmackDown tweeter things, and I ca- I saw all these people saying, oh, Charlotte's being pushed again all because of her daddy. Have you seen any match she put on the entire last year? She is the greatest women's
1: wrestler in history. And I'm not sure it's even close anymore. It's like, yeah, I mean, she had an advantage belt. She had possibly the greatest male wrestler in history, teacher, everything she knows, in her father. And then she gets out there. She's physically more gifted than every other super, female superstar on the roster. She can out-mike any other female super yeah. strong in the roster. The, the most can, horrifying character. You know how match, you know how many times she had to carry and possibly save Sasha's life in those matches last year? Because Sasha, like, for some reason, likes to fall on her back. My neck. Yeah. My neck. It's going to hit first every time. <laughs> and like Charlotte's having to save her. It's like... If you watch pro wrestling and you think that Charlotte is not good and that she's overrated and she shouldn't be pushed because she's not that great... Obviously, you are one of those people who still think that like 2008, like Layla and Michelle McCool, kind of women's wrestling is what it should be. This this is new age. This is a new era. This is actually you know good, legit. Like I want to watch the women's wrestling. I want to watch Charlotte matches. Oh yeah. But, like I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch some of Bayes matches. I don't want to watch some of Nia Jacks matches because like it ends the same way. I there, put her to sleep too.
0: I think what's Besides Shark being a great character and, and and great overall, I think what really sets her apart, especially from other women, she actually has a finisher, not a belly-to-belly suplex or a Samoan drop. Like, so your- Women have advanced, like, I, 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 this women's evolution is so good, and women are getting the time they deserve, and they, they earned it. But you cannot like you cannot take women's wrestling that seriously when the Raw Women's Champion's finisher is a belly to belly suplex, a move that Big E or any other man
1: does in any match and won't even get a two count. I mean, come on! It says you need Charlotte to get that belt. Yeah. Or you need her to at least be in the storyline. Like, what else is she gonna do? She's gonna go from being in the main in like the Fatal Four Way match with Raw Women's Championship, be a four-time Women's Champion just last year alone for Raw, and then you're gonna bring her in here. And she's going to be feuding with, like what? You want to feud with Carmella? Is that what you want her to yeah. feud with Carmella? And you, you know what I really noticed about this? I and mean, we, we both like Alexa Bliss. You like I love, her, I you, love Alexa. You, you like her more, I, I do. Alexa.
0: But, but I enjoy it too. No one said this about Alexa, who did the literally the same thing as Charlotte. She's number one contender for Bayley, and then she just got randomly pushed, and no one's all mad about
1: that. Why? What's the difference? Because people don't like to admit when someone's good. They don't. They like. It's same with Roman. Roman's good. He's just booked to shit, but he's good. You know, everyone just turned his podcast off, right? I know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I hate Roman's booking, but like, he's like in the ring. He's not bad. He's not atrocious. Just like Charlotte, like she's actually good in the ring. Yes, yeah, sometimes her stories aren't that great, but guess what? Outside of really SmackDown, nobody's stories on Raw are great. They're all trash stories on Raw. That actually brings up our next
0: topic, and that's. Roman's brother died, and there was a decent amount of people saying, God, I wish it was Roman. How does that make you feel as a wrestling fan? Because I kind of... Those, pe- those
1: people are awful.
0: I sent a tweet out about this, and if you're one of those people, turn this off right now. I, I don't, want, You don't deserve to listen to this.
1: Like, man. like, Are you serious right now? This what d- has Roman done to you? This <laughs> Literally. This dude lost his brother, and y'all were saying, I wish it was you, Roman. Why? The wrong son died, Roman. It's like... <laughs> Roman just does his job. Like, you don't think y'all affect this man? He has to go to work night after night and get booed out of the building for doing nothing wrong. <laughs> he does nothing healish. And he gets booed out of the building on a nightly basis. And it's like, what did I do that made you all up? Because I won the Rumble and not Daniel Bryan. That makes you so mad at me. See,
0: I don't mind when people boo Roman. Because, like, I, I, I'd i probably boo Roman too. But he's a good wrestler. I'm sorry. He, he's fine in the ring. He's fine if not really, really good. Uh, like, his style is different than, like, anything anything out right now. And then, Roman's never done anything to anyone. kayfay wise or I guess he did something to Lana, I guess. Lana and Rusev. But... To say that someone deserves to die because of their job and what they play on TV, what? that's like saying, man, Jared Leto, he deserves to die because he's a joker. You know, yeah. like, he, he I want to see him give him a shot. I'm happy Heath Ledger died because he die yeah. built
1: that hospital in
0: the Dark Knight. He killed Rachel. <laughs> Heath he Ledger killed Rachel. Spoilers. Rachel's. He killed Rachel. He
1: deserves to die. That's what you guys are saying. That's how but,
0: stupid you are.
1: If you're at that point in your life, this, this is a public service announcement. If you're at that point in your life, where what you see on WWE television convinces you that you want to see bodily harm inflicted on a person to where they're dead from <laughs> it. Please you might, you might. seek attention from a medical doctor and/or therapist as soon as possible. Because that's not right. Because you have some mental issues that you really need to work out. I, I, Thank I don't you. It. Work shoot cares. <sighs>
0: we we really do though. So, that that's actually done with SmackDown. So, now we're going to go to Raw. And the reason we did SmackDown Ooh. before Raw this week
1: is because... It's Raw. you
0: kind of noticed, Raw doesn't have a champion. They will continue to not have a champion. It anymore. barely even has a show, to be honest. Like, I had to dig to remember what it's, even happened. It's, it's kind of like, let's just, like, throw a bunch of people in the ring at different intervals and see what happens. Let's see what it's going. It's, it's not no, even that. It's not even that to throw a bunch of different people in the ring. It's to throw the same five people in the ring. Well,
1: that's because everybody else on the roster is injured all the time. That is true. <laughs> Finn's always pins hurt all the time. Seth is hurt all the time. Uh, Revival's hurt all the time. So um, we,
0: we we could have talked about the Roman Roman Braun feud, but that was more of a last week thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about that closer closer to the pay per view. So what I kind of want to talk about which got, actually got some build this week. One of the few things that got some build was this uh, Miz Ambrose feud for the
1: IC title. Is Miz in this? Yes. Okay, it's gonna be a good feud then. Yeah, Miz at that point in his career. Where his mic skills and his in-ring talent are so much higher than almost anybody else on a roster that he can actually carry a match by himself. Yeah, like he carry he carried some of the matches previously. Like he can do, he has the talent to do it. He has the talent, and, and ability he's to do the do safest it. worker in the company. He's the safest worker in the company. That like, I can't remember. Miz actually ever hurt anybody in the ring. No. I don't think Miz could hurt anybody in the ring. I mean, his finisher is like a leg sweep face plant. That's not really very harmful. But it, it, it wins. He also, like, he has a manager. He's one of the, like, I think he might be the only person who actually has a manager on the roster, which is... Maurice is also really good. But I, is a really I, good I, manager.
0: I, I didn't want to turn this into, like, us praising Miz. Because
1: I knew we both would. But I liked the Ambrose angle he ran with by saying, like, you're a joke. That title has become a joke. And Miz is upset about that. Because, like, when Miz I had about, around Well, VAT. that's when Miz said the, t- yeah, yeah. the title was a joke. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like... That's why, like, like, with Miz having the IC title, it feels like he cares. Yeah. Like, he actually cared about the title and wanted to make it actually great. And he wanted to remind you every day, this is my never-ending intercontinental championship tour. I'm going to beat you, Dolph Ziggler, because I'm keeping this title because it belongs to me. And then Ambrose has it, and it's just like, pre-show, this title main evented a pay-per-view last, just like five months ago, that, and now it's on a
0: pre-show at Mania. That's why I wanted to bring this this up, really. The Intercontinental title is dead. I'm sorry. It is. It has... It got pre-showed at Mania. It has... That that feud, what, was booked in like two weeks? They're like, okay, uh... uh go, go put Ambrose underneath a uh, forklift.
1: The feud was everything but the title. Exactly. But right. If you haven't watched, uh, Simon Miller on whatculture.com did a great thumb about the Intercontinental Championship being dead. Very good stuff, as always, from him. But he's right. Like, that feud was about literally everything but the title itself. They care not forklifts. Doing harm to each other. Like, Ambrose wins at Mania. Corbin wants a match again on SmackDown two days later. The match isn't for the title. It's just a match, and Corbin wins. It's like, whoa, whoa well, there goes that feud. It's done. That's the end of the feud. Corbin and, wins in a match. And that's what's so striking about this is that
0: with Lesnar being a universal champion... You need the IC title. It has to be the number one belt
1: until SummerSlam and Lesnar comes back. That, this is why Miz, Miz has to win this feud. Oh, without a doubt. If there's one thing they can, they have to get right over all summer, they can do whatever else they want to do over the summer. Miz needs that title. Yeah. Because that title needs somebody who can bring pop to it and someone who can put on good matches and get crap. Fans love Miz. He, hates, he gets hate. He gets cheered. He gets whatever he does. Like him and him, Cena and Nikki and Maurice. That's what they did. The crowd fell in love with it. You give him a storyline, he can run with it and he can sell it. He can probably get Ambrose to sell this, and Ambrose needs someone because like people making points about it. Ambrose has seemed like he hasn't cared the past couple weeks. I mean, mean, but the storylines to be given. Would you care? I I sure wouldn't care. I'm the Intercontinental Champion. I don't. No one cares about the title. I don't care about the title. But if you you need to get him to care. He has shown he has a potential to be good, but you have to get them something to like make them actually want to compete and try. Or else it's just like you'd be like a jobber guy who just kinda of sulks around just like, here I go out to lose again, or here I go out just to win for no reason. And I think I think overall Dean's
0: really he really starting to struggle with character work. And you know, I, I don't like Ambrose himself, but I do gotta say the reason he's struggling with character work is because it's a character itself. You cannot go with a "oh I'm crazy" and "oh I walk into the ring" and I just do whatever I want to do. That that gimmick, that gimmick will not. It's it last a what? Three or four years now. It's over. It's it's overused. I'm Everybody sorry. Everybody
1: else's gimmick. Repeat, like and the shield has changed since then. Seth went was heel was face was faced with the shield. He went heel. He's back face. Yep. Roman went face, face for a little bit. Then he went kind of tweener. Then he went heel. It's like everyone. Well, he's semi-sort of whatever, you want to call. Do- he's just a big dog. He's whatever Roman is. Yeah. No one knows what Roman is. Vince doesn't know what Roman is. I don't know. Roman doesn't know what Roman. If you're out there, this is another PSA. Please seek mental help because obviously you don't know what you are either. you cares, but he needs a. I don't think he likes his character. I wouldn't like my character. It's I you mean, have it's nothing. Awful. It does. I want. I want world champion Dean character back. He was relaxed. He wasn't all ooh like the motions with his head and everything. He was kind of just like, "I'm the champion. I'm gonna fight for this championship. Come at me!" And then throw a couple insults in there. It works. Don't be like, "Yeah, brother, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with a something lariat." Ah, the old lunatic lariat. Hate the lunatic lariat. Okay, so enough about that. Our, it's our, gonna be a good feud. It, Miz will carry this feud.
0: Our final topic. I know there's going to be a lot of discussion about this. And th- this is this blew up the internet all last week. Should JBL be fired? I want to start off with this one. My first point I want to make is that there's a big difference in being an asshole and needing to get fired. Keith, you have a job. Let's, let's say you're just messing around with someone, joking with someone, and they go home and harm themselves. Should you get fired for that? No. No. Well, why don't people use that logic to this? like, yeah, M- Moro had, like, easy. He, He's always talked about he's had these issues. And yet, JBL, like, you can see Justin Roberts came out and said, oh, he's a bully. Okay, he's a bully. There's a difference between an asshole and needing to be fired. And who are you going to replace him with? Like, I'm sorry. There's no one, too. You can't have Corey Graves working all four damn
1: shows. Or three now. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, but he's not – he can't. You could, put, you could put Booger in there at least for, like, a temporary – I'm not saying he should be fired because you can't. You really, JBL's position JBL is basically not untouchable. He's one of Vince's like made guys. He's like, I'm gonna mess with you. I'm gonna see how much we can push you as a company. Because if I I can get with whatever I want to do. And if Moral wants to be like, oh, he bullied me. Did you think he wasn't? Literally. The, Tracy's entire career, JBL's always. Been the backstage big guy bully. It's what he is. And also, I mean, yeah, WWE's a TV
0: show, but it's still a company. If if you have an issue with a coworker, you either report it up uh, up to your chain of command, or you get over it. You and don't obviously, quit. yeah, you don't just quit and and go run home. Could and you could obviously, work? he didn't report anything. How can you fire someone when they don't even know what they're doing? Yeah, JBL's an asshole. Sure, whatever.
1: That doesn't mean you can just fire them for no reason. That's right. a lawsuit. People. Yeah. Mar Let me look look at Byron. Byron's been putting up with JBL stuff for what? Three years now? Three years of being bullied and now he's back on there because you know why? This is a big secret, so I keep it just for us. Byron can take it. That's why he's on SmackDown now. That's the only reason Byron's on SmackDown. Yeah, probably. JBL can be JBL's commentator character. It's just what his commentator is. His commentator is a picks on you, makes jokes about anybody, anybody. Faces, heels tweeners no names jobbers champions he doesn't care yeah it's his job to make you a comedy he's gonna make you he's gonna make you into a joke it's what he does and like does he say crazy things at times yes does he say mean and insulting things at times yes does he occasionally drop a sports knowledge trivia from like 85 years ago nobody who cares would yeah. ever know but you know who else does the same thing Morrow, you no, know no, so Marrow Mar just makes up random wrestling moves and wants no. to say things. He's like, "Mamma mia!" He hit the old attitude adjustment. He hit the old Kizanokiboku Wakatan Hiroshima driver. It's like, what do you even say? It's a I, I, I think
0: in today's company is very very hard to judge the commentator because it is so scripted everything they say is scripted out like oh he's a bad commentator okay
1: blame vince he's the one giving him the damn lines because it's so pg you don't want to take the risk of that commentator dropping something that might be seen as offensive material and not pg rating so vince scripts everybody so if jbl sound like a bully on tv it's a part of the script take your problems up to vince but Vince isn't going to fire JBL. JBL is one of those, is more like Vince's brass he, he, ring. He's in the brass ring. Yes. That's exactly what he is. And
0: th- that's something else. There is such a, a, a big disconnect between fans and the company itself. Like, fans, they, they watch on Monday, they watch on Tuesdays, and they feel like, oh, I know that person. You don't know that person, you know their character, you know what's on TV. How do you know that? How do you know JBL was born bullying Marrow because he said some mean things to him during commentating? That's his freaking job. Vince gave him those lines. Like, how do we know anything about this? But everyone's like, "Oh, fire JBL!
1: Oh, he he's been talking shit about him on TV." Okay, it's it's just like with the way it is today. If you can't use the T- you are. You gotta go. You gotta go arrest Baron Corbin. He tried to attempt murder. He did. My God. Like, it's a TV show. It's scripted. It's all set up. Like, everything. Like, some of these stories, like, come on. Like, weird maggots. Oh, I can summon demons. Okay, Undertaker, shoots lightning from the skies, people, okay? But what you see on TV is not who these people are. Charlotte's <laughs> the best example. We mentioned it earlier. She's a heel on TV. She's like the nicest person well, in the world. I swear. Charlotte's like, me and Beck, <laughs> Lexa, <laughs> Bailey Girl, what you do? That's all she is all the time. Yeah. Seth, like, even when he's heel champion, he was always like like, a face. He's like, man, here I am out with CrossFit people. Bro, Black and Brave Academy. He's at going to conventions and signs and all this stuff. Heels don't do that. Faces do that. I just, I I don't understand
0: where all these people get all this evidence. Oh, JBL... (laughs) JBL is bullying, bullying Maro, and, and he really hurt Morrow's feelings. I didn't know if he worked for WWE. I know. I didn't know. I, I, I guess that they're all commentators as well. I guess it's Tom Phillips on Reddit just being like, y'all, you should have heard what yeah. heard what I heard today. Like, come on, like, you cannot fire someone. If I'm JBL, and, and if Vince would even talk about firing me, I'd say, okay, go talk to my lawyer because
1: you just fired me without cause. Exactly. Like, right. and also JBL is probably untouchable lawyer wise because I mean. I mean, he's a guy who shows like he's on all the, he was on all these business shows all over the news and everything because he know he knows his stuff he's not like't he, he didn't play a rich southern guy on camera for nothing like he was on Fox Finance all the time. that's, that's actually what he is It's not, it's not a gimmick, it's an actual lifestyle-huh so I'm not surprised when he like he, he, knows, he has himself probably set up pretty well where he's like almost untouchable. I think he is and I mean but there are certain guys that like even Hogan. Hogan is still kind of untouchable because like and sorry talking about bringing him back. Yep. You had something like that come out against you and he's gonna bring you back. Uh-huh. It's because of what you bring to is the what you bring better than what you did.
0: In our final topic, just to lighten up the mood, because that was a pretty serious topic. We're gonna talk about the Braun big show breaking the rings. Oh I,
1: I loved it. I loved it. I love I did not. What? I thought you were just taking a sign just to be just to be that guy. Nope. I love the spot when they break the ring. It it so rarely happens. It has to be two super big guys doing a super plank off the top rope. And it was just so execute. The ref salt the ref the ref selling it made that spot worth it. I literally thought the ref died. I was I was concerned
0: See, for his life. I don't have an issue like a lot of people do. They're like, oh, you get that spot away for free on TV, but. It's a spot everyone's already seen before. Like, it's a famous spot everyone's already seen before. That'd be like someone going up and doing the finger poke of doom and thinking it'd be cool. Like, it's not cool. Like, we, we've all seen that before. It was. Yeah. Like, it was. But it was. It, it's like it's like the same thing as when when Natty and Charlotte was feuding and the Montreal screw job happened again. And it was just like that's not cool. It's just kind of awkward. And that's kind of how it was for me because we've seen that before in Mark Henry and Big Show. It's just like we've already seen this, and you're, we have, we know you're just doing it for the cheap pop. I, that's why I did not like it. At
1: all. I mean, it is a cheap pop way to get, but with, with the momentum, Braun is currently... Braun is probably the hottest in the company right now. And you have to carry he that He has got a t-shirt. He finally got... I'm, su- I'm surprised it took him over that long to get a t-shirt. Like, you've been pushing this guy since, like, January. He's just not getting his t-shirt? Yep. And it was it must have been so hard to think of Monster Among Men. <laughs> Man, good job, WWE shop, you guys. <laughs> Always doing top-notch well, jobs.
0: Th- th- their original their original design was monsters and men.
1: And they're like, oh, well, that might be copyrighted. So we'll, d- we'll just do the monster among. So I, I thought a personally should have done something with, like, involving ambulance and, like, reins with ambulances.
0: <laughs> they have, everyone knows we're not doing that.
1: Wait, they can't be derogatory towards the Roman? Of course not. <sighs> but, um... Even though those are some of the best shirts ever,
0: like, Seth, you-can't-see-knee shirt... I do I like the shirts where you take other wrestlers I like those
1: shirts even though that was kind of awkward cause like <laughs> he broke his nose he, he kind of broke his nose which is kind of funny though it's I, like haha ha. like you know John had to sign off on that oh uh, yeah yeah. but you though know, John Cena is not a John Cena is not one who hasn't you know tried to steal stuff in the past he basically stole his entire rap gimmick from somebody I'm not saying no names he also you know kind of stole you know a past blue ribbon design for his t-shirt last <laughs> year <laughs> yeah he also stole the color design from the fruit loop from the uh, box of free pebbles. I mean, wrestling is all about
0: stealing other people's. Like, like with, with the, the Bucks and Kenny Omega, like their past when when they were internet feuding with New Day, like they released four shirts that were exactly like the New Day. It's just, I mean, it, it, it's like the business supposed to be fun. It is like, and I, the, back to our original point, when they did that spot, that was not fun for me. It was just kind of awkward. I, I thought it was
1: fun. I mean. It it's fun because it's like a spot you don't really get to see that often. It's not like a spot you're gonna be getting like you know Seth and Dean out there and Seth and Dean are gonna suplex suplex and raising gonna shatter. It's only a spot that like you have to have two people who are physically able to get up and do a superplex. That's why you've only ever seen like Mark and Big Show do it and Brock in Big Show do it and now Braun in Big Show. So I think you just have to be a big guy and have your name start with a B to really to really do it. Yeah. It's starting to become clear that's a, that's kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's a good spot. It gets you some. It gets you a good pop. It gets you over a little bit. Cares with minimum for Braun. It's like he destroyed Roman last week. He destroyed Big Show in a ring this week. What's he gonna destroy next? He just he's just running through folks trying to get to Brock. He's not gonna destroy that title picture. I'll tell you that for damn sure. <laughs> well, I'm what back. title picture? <laughs> what? he's not winning the title. Oh, what, what about the breaking news that came out today? Apparently, there has been big rumor on the internet today that uh, when that when it's basically become no longer an if it's become a when WWE gets the broken gimmick that they plan on spitting the Hardys up. Big rumor going around. They're gonna they, push. They're gonna push Jeff to course, single career. Of course. I mean, they're gonna push him like you know do his normal thing because Jeff. Is a Jeff is a merchandise machine. All you gotta do is put Jeff Hardy's name on a merchandise and boom, it's selling.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a merchandise machine thing and is, a spot though, monkey. But. thing
1: is, though, for me, this is just me personally, just right now in 2017, if you put Matt in a solo career with broke with the Broken Hardy gimmick, I think Matt outsells Jeff. He's the most over gimmick in pro wrestling in 2017, and it's not the past, like, four years. Like, what's been the last gimmick outside, like, since CM Punk's Pipe Bomb? That is as over with almost every single fan is broken broken brilliance. The big dog. No. That just gets people talking. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about something people actually enjoy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like you go to, like you'd be sitting there at WWE events just this, before they even came back, and you see fans in like pre-show chain delete and and all these Matt Hardy things. It's like, he's not even with the company. Like, we went to SmackDown back in what was it February? Yeah. February. People were all chanting about um, were chanting the leak pre-show. That's not something WWE owned. Like he's over. You don't go to like a you know TNA show and hear people chanting. This is the big dog yard, <laughs> or you can't see me. The <laughs> only thing, the only, they're only, or rolling. the I'm a lunatic. <laughs> no,
0: nah, everyone just chants. Hey, Randall. Sometimes when the
1: moon is bright and the. <laughs> And the sun dances on the, the Desperity of Humans. Rando, I'll be there. Rando, when I beat you in the house of Horrors match this Saturday or Sunday, whatever. Which isn't even a title match, whatever, by the way. Whatever day it is that this match is going to happen. Whatever kind of match this is going to be because even I don't know what kind of match this is going to be and I'm designing it. I'm going to lay you down once I hit you with a sister Abigail. Rest in peace. And I'm going to pin you. And I'm going to end this feud I'm gonna we'll walk out of there, the House of Horror, Victor, because <laughs> there's no title and on the wall. Because there's no title. That's, they suddenly thought. Oh, by the way, this match is no longer for the title. So it's like Bray's not win. I guarantee by the time this match rolls around on pay per view for payback, it's gonna be a title match again. No. Just you know how they are with their like, like somehow like when they go to uh, WrestleMania, it's like, oh wait a minute, this match is no whole bar. Why did no one tell me The
0: reason like, Bray's title run feud, I know we're getting a little off track, we're about to end it, but the reason it it failed is because When Bray enters a building, he tells the whole audience to stop watching the show. He says run. And then he just comes out to an empty audience. That's why all the, the all those blacks all goes black and put all those pictures in there. You can't have a champion telling everyone to run away that came and watch anymore. I mean, come on. Alright.
1: I think he just like zones the audience out with his comments like it's like he was actually making he, he actually won He finally said I'm gonna win this one For Randall And then he wins it And they take it all away <laughs> It's like Then now it comes out He wants to go to Raw Still talking trash Like he just beat you One on one The first time Y'all go one on one For a title He beat you at Mania yeah. And you had all the advantages You Why'd had you-, you had Sister Abigail You had the weird Maggots crawling on the mat The worms on the mat and then you got RKO'd out of nowhere well, the,
0: the issue is that he tried to follow the buzzards and the buzzards obviously not leaving no damn time I'm trying, I'm
1: trying to figure out what these buzzards are leading this guy
0: N- not the title you know, picture
1: is, does Bray celebrate 420 year round I'm starting to wonder this cause like this dude there's some stuff going Bray, this is a PSA for you also please <laughs> stop following buzzards <laughs> they're only go to dead things like your career <laughs>
0: as soon as you think to follow the buzzards just remind yourself
1: Think, think about it. Braun is not following the Buzzards, and he's, ha- he's having a better career than you are. <laughs> that is true. I mean, Ginger Mahal is having, he got a title shot <laughs> before you did. No, he got a
0: title th- <laughs> a shot. A in a
1: shorter time frame. That is true. In a shorter time
0: frame. Ginger can actually hold a uh, uh, faction together, too. <laughs> Bray obviously cannot. But that's where we're going to end it to, for this week. We hope you guys uh, enjoyed um, the show.
1: Can we just have a warning for all those people that we lost during this segment, this entire episode? Oh, 30 uh, minutes ago when you said Roman's good? Yes, i like to apologize. I, I didn't mean any of it. Um, I did. He's just a nice guy. <laughs> he's the big dog. I just don't want to like, have to walk outside and see like Roman on a leash in my yard. Heard, my yard now. Ruff, ruff, ruff. That's what he does. That's yeah, that,
0: that, that, and that's going to be our final point. Just we, we hope you guys tune in. Follow us on H&A's Worker's Shoot on Twitter. And just already remember, we're not a good show, but we're not a bad show. We're what just the just
1: show. The show. Thank this, y'all. This is our show, Jar. <laughs>